This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Look right down any crowded hall. You'll see there's a beauty standing. Is she really everywhere or a reflection? One always calls out to you. The other's shy and quiet. Could there be two different girls who look the same at Sweet Valley, Sweet Valley High? Sweet Valley, Sweet Valley High? Welcome to Pi Beta Alpha, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of the Sweet Valley High TV series, episode by episode. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And it's the season one finale. Oh, we made it. Who would have thought? <laughs> I'm genuinely amazed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and we've had an amazing time. We really have. Oh my God, this has actually been surprisingly so much fun. I feel like we say it every episode, but it's still true. <laughs> it really is. We um 22 episodes in. We are diehard fans and we are very much looking forward to season two, though we will, we have warned you beforehand, the quality of the, uh, whatever generous YouTube fairy has hmm. put them all up there. Um, the quality of the of the the, ta- the videos which I'm mm. pretty sure they were literally the videos yeah, like, like VHS tapes or something yeah um, is not as good but still watchable I mean yeah good for our purposes I think there you go yeah hopefully hopefully we won't be the ones to let you down on the quality side with our oh, episodes <laughs> we, will we will keep going best. and obviously we are all pleading with Disney Plus who do mm. have those sweet rights we want them to to do the right thing and, and give the people what on. they want come on yeah. Disney <laughs> all seasons of Sweet Valley High just remember you anybody can I don't think you even have to be a member of Disney Plus you can just go to the website mm. and yeah. uh, and register your interest um, <laughs> so this week as we said we are in the finale and uh, I think it's my turn to do the episode description and it says Todd is accepted into a prestigious sports academy in Vermont <laughs> oh my god does this mean the end of him and Liz forever? <gasps> I mean, I yeah. wish. <laughs> this is purely wishful thinking on everyone's part. <laughs> also, I mean, note that they have gone for uh, sports academy rather than the whole family. Yeah, that was interesting. And in a way, it kind of made more sense, I suppose, yeah. for, for this. That it's like, oh, he's going off to boarding school on a sports scholarship mm. rather than the whole family is being carted off to Vermont for reasons. <laughs> Which, very short-lived reasons, as we might yeah. call true <laughs> hashtag poor jeffrey oh. uh, so um i guess we'll we'll dive right in and we begin in the coach's office is this coach schultz at last it is i checked uh, oh. and that's his name in the credits it's coach schultz he's here he's real it's very Hooray! exciting <laughs> he has a blackboard in his office which is a bit weird like sure for like tactics and stuff oh you're right you're right <laughs> you, I mean, you can tell i was never on a sports team <laughs> Thinking of ten zillion blackboards in their offices for all I know. Uh, well, he called. He's called in coach or called in Todd, and says that he's co- talked to uh, a fellow coach over in Fairmont Academy. And uh, why could that be, Karen? 
Well, it's because Todd is going to be their new starting forward. He's been accepted to this prestigious academy of basketball excellence. You've <laughs> <laughs> never heard of before. Sure. And uh, yeah, obviously, this is no surprise to Todd. Well, it's, it's surprising that he got that he got accepted, but he's mm. uh, he's delighted. Clearly, he applied for this at, uh, some time ago. And uh, Coach Schultz says, "Pack your bags, son. You're going to Vermont." Wow. Yeah. No parents present. No parents needed. No. Well, please. <laughs> Would you actually get a parents reference in this? True. Uh, no sign of them, of course. So at least we <laughs> know they're still alive. We allegedly. guess. <laughs> well, we cut to the moon beach where Winston points out that Vermont is over 3,000 miles away. And Todd, rude as ever, makes <laughs> a sort of like, thanks for the geography lesson <laughs> remark. <laughs> This fucking guy, oh God. <laughs> Poor Winston, he's so sad. Like, inexplicably, he's so sad that Todd is leaving. Yeah. Um, he congratulates him, but he's, you know, he's it's with, it's tinged with sadness because he is just like, oh, you know, I, I am happy for you, I guess. But he's quite downbeat about the whole thing. He is. And he does ask Todd if he's told, like, what Liz thinks of it all or what's mm. her reaction been. But uh, a nervous Todd reveals he hasn't told her yet. Uh oh, yeah, and well, the time is right now because she's just walked into the moon beach behind them. <laughs> yes, so uh, Winston reassures Todd and says, "Look, Liz loves you. She'll understand." And just let me get out of the moon beach before you tell her. <laughs> and I do love on his way out, like he sort of passes, he walks up to Liz, gives her a really dramatic <laughs> hug, like a really sort of sympathetic hug, and then gives Todd a totally hilarious thumbs up, like. <gasps> Fight well, soldier. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, he literally kind of grabs Liz's shoulders, gives him like a reassuring kind of shake and then like the dramatic hug and then back to arms leg. It's a great little sequence. He's just, oh, he's so funny. Comic timing. <laughs> superb as ever. Hmm. So Todd asks Liz very seriously to go for a walk and you know nothing good is going to happen <laughs> when you turn up to see your boyfriend. You think everything's normal and they're like, to have a walk. <laughs> Their walk is very scenic. It is very scenic. They're on a lovely beach. Um, mm. I guess, I think it's like Santa Monica or something is where they ended up filming oh, these kind okay. of bits. But um, it looks really nice. And Liz, very understandably, is like, what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> so Todd's like, why would something be wrong? And she's like, well, you know, clearly I've just turned up and you've asked me to go for a walk with you. But as she puts it, uh, the more romantic the place you take me, the more serious the talk. Well, doesn't say much for their relationship. It really doesn't. It's like, he only takes you to nice places when he's got some bad news to break. <laughs> I mean, that is in character, so. Yeah. Uh, well, he reveals he, he, uh, he, I think he says he might be transferring schools. And Liz suggests uh, that it could be Bridgewater. Nice yeah. little deep dive there. It's great. Yeah. Uh, also great because it's like, well, nothing exists outside of Sweet Valley. Where else could he possibly be going? Of course, that is true. True. <laughs> yeah. And of course, actually, he does end up going there when he returns in the books. Oh, yeah. Jesus, I forgot. Yeah, I'd forgotten too until this oh, there very you go. moment. <laughs> there they go, coming through with the consistency that we just forgot about. Well, they're doing a better job than we are, clearly. Yeah. But uh, Todd reveals the school is in Vermont. Oh, my God. Yeah, so Liz, understandably, is like, uh, why is this the first time fucking hearing about it? Um, oh, my God, I know. But um, he explains that he actually applied months ago and it was mm. such a long shot, he didn't want to say anything. Um, so yeah, apparently this is just such a good opportunity. Apparently Fairmont turned out more NBA hopefuls than anywhere else. 
If you say so. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought Vermont was a hotspot for basketball, but what do I know? <laughs> oh my God, what we did here. Oh, what listener was it who said about Bernie Sanders? Oh my God. Uh, the basketball king. Was it Tara, I think, had that for us? Yes. Said, it was amazing. Oh my God. Yes, oh. the Burlington dream lives on with <laughs> Bernie <laughs> on the courts. Fantastic. <laughs> so, I stand corrected. <laughs> we do. Well, yeah, um, under, like he's he's all like school this big opportunity when Liz says what about us he claims like he doesn't even take her worry seriously he says what nothing will change he says they'll have holidays vacations <laughs> and three-day weekends now my brain obviously <laughs> went holidays and vacations are the same thing but I guess he means the holidays like yeah Christmas yeah. and Thanksgiving and uh, I don't know that makes sense Easter sure <laughs> what Wasp holidays only, obviously. <laughs> so uh, Liz, understandably, is not impressed. Well, no. And yeah, he is quite dismissive when she's kind of yeah. like, what about us? And he's insisting nothing's going to change. But yeah, obviously, that's clearly not the case, you guys. Mm. Well, we cut to the next day uh, to the holes of Sweet Valley High, where Lila, wearing one of her many trademark waistcoats, mm. says, three day weekends? You're so naive. <laughs> Lila is correct the entire way through this episode. Oh. Everything she says is absolutely on point and hilarious. Oh my God, she is so funny in this, uh, just throughout. Yeah. So Jessica agrees with Lila and says, yeah, this all means I want to date other people. Mm. And uh, then who should pop up? Well, in, in what is unfortunately a major pattern in this episode, it's Nicholas. Oh my God. <laughs> This fucking guy turns up around every corner and I oh. hate him and his stupid face so much. <laughs> and his stupid hair. Oh, God. <laughs> and his stupid David Cameron clothes. Oh, God, everything. And actually, weirdly, and like, I don't mean any disrespect to the actor, but do you know, you know, um, Will Forte from... Yes! Loads yes. of things. He, yes. He's like a Will Forte character, kind <gasps> of. There's something about his mouth that has given me a bit Will Forte, oh but like, God. obviously... A, a, a weird looking version <laughs> it's like hair there you go yeah that's that's what I kept thinking now in this episode wow. I don't know why it took until this episode maybe because he's given up on doing an English accent uh, yeah. <laughs> I was just like I'm getting Will Forte from this guy <laughs> but without the comic timing oh absolutely yes <laughs> like a dead inside Will Forte <laughs> Yes, picture that, listeners, if you haven't already watched this episode. Uh, so, yeah, uh, dead inside Will Forte <laughs> and says he's heard about Todd and Liz uh, is, is unimpressed by, you know, the, the gossip of school because she knows which gruesome twosome extra must have been telling the world about this. And uh, Nicholas says he's sorry Todd's leaving and Jessica sees this as an opportunity for herself. Well, yeah, she's straight in there as usual and she's just like, well, I'm not going anywhere. Um, but Liz is insisting that uh, there's nothing to be sorry about and that her and Todd are going to see each other all the time. Um, so she's like, you know, holidays, vacations. And then hilariously, Lila and Jessica both chime in in unison for a three-day weekend. Yes. <laughs> and they strut off. That's great. Liz is troubled. Mm. We cut to the Moon Beach t- car park and Todd is there with the dream team. <gasps> it's Winston and Koichi, our absolute favourite duo. <laughs> oh, well, we have to enjoy Koichi while we can because according to IMDb, he's only in the first series. This is it. I mean, ostensibly, the episode is about saying goodbye to Todd, but really we're saying <laughs> goodbye to Koichi. <laughs> Let's be real. We are. And I can't believe they don't, because they do mention the fact he's an exchange student mm. again. But uh, yeah, 
Does, no, I just thought we'd get a nice little farewell Koichi scene, but no. Not a thing. Poor Koichi. Uh, so Winston is reassuring... Uh, oh, yeah, Todd tells the, the dream team that Liz took it well. I mean, she didn't particularly, so I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> I know. And Winston reassures him that all will be fine. And uh, then Koichi has a revelation. Yeah, it turns out uh, he left his girlfriend back in Japan, but he insists that they're still really close. Todd's like, oh, really? So Koichi's like, yeah, I got a letter from her last week. And then Winston chimes in. He's like, yeah, it was an invitation to her wedding. Oh! <laughs> in fairness, though, if he does have a girlfriend, he forgot about her very fast. Because we might oh. recall, he literally got off the plane and he'd been asking out the steward. steward. Yes, he, is, he was immediately hooking up with cabin crew. So, yeah, sorry to that girlfriend, but yeah. <laughs> it's not happening, babe. <laughs> Well, they go into the Moon Beach where Todd finds Liz with Nicholas and with, with typical charms as interrupting. Oh my god, yeah. Like I literally wrote down he just comes over, he says, I'm not interrupting, instead of just saying hi Liz like a normal person. No. Well, his behaviour throughout this book or, or episode is not the behaviour of a normal person oh, at all. Oh god. So uh yeah, he um, Nicholas is like, oh no, of course not. Congratulations, Todd. This is a wonderful opportunity. This remark doesn't uh, doesn't sit well with Todd. Oh my God, again, this grumpy fucker. He's just like, oh, <laughs> for, for who? <laughs> Nicholas, understandably, is like, for you. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, bye. Oh God, Jesus. But like... Like, Todd is so immediately jealous, but what makes it even worse is that it's like, well, we, we learn why Liz has been waiting there and is talking to Nicholas. But oh, just, my God. It's just the immediate jealousy that, like, she literally can't just talk to some guy without him stomping over and being oh. like, what's all this? Also, yeah, we're, I mean, especially given the circumstances, which hmm. we'll find out in a second. Um, yeah. Because the camera pans over as Nick, Nicholas walks past Lila and Jessica, who are at the, the counter. And Jessica says, how funny it is that Liz's relationship is ending. As hers begins. <laughs> and again, Lila fantastically is like, oh, maybe somebody should tell Nicholas. <laughs> I mean, Lila is just, uh, her finest scene is coming, but she is superb throughout. Oh, she's so good. So, uh, yeah, we come back to Liz and Todd. And can you tell the listeners <laughs> why she was waiting with uh, chatting to Nicholas? Like The rage I feel for this guy. Oh <laughs> so... Yeah, apparently Todd was supposed to be there an hour ago. So, like, she's just been left there waiting on her own in the Moon Beach for an hour, waiting for him to turn up. Oh, my uh, God. And he has the nerve to be salty about her talking to Nicholas while he's left her hanging around there. An hour! An hour. And, she, like, because she's obviously like, you know, where were you? We were supposed to meet an hour ago. He said, oh, I was saying goodbye to the guys. I figured I'd spend some time with them before I leave. So, like, again, why are you mad at Liz? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> He doesn't apologise, by the way. Not, he never apologises. Like, yeah, you, you wanted to spend some time with the guys. Well, why didn't you schedule that you know, <laughs> around the actual appointment you had with your girlfriend? Oh, God. Sake, Todd. Um, so Liz, understandably, is, isn't impressed. I mean, she's less angry than I would be. Uh, but especially when Todd reveals that, oh, yeah, he can't hang out later either. Uh, yeah, his parents are taking him out for dinner and then he has to pack, he has to do laundry. Liz, at this point, is very fed up. She's like, oh, well, maybe you can pencil me in between fluffing and folding. Oh, <laughs> he does not get while she, why she's angry, which makes it even worse. 
this is the thing yeah like she points out that he's leaving on Monday she's only seen him for about five minutes all week it seems like yeah uh, so he promises that they'll hang out the following night just the two of them to, mm. to make up for all this but then <laughs> oh Winston <laughs> Winston sort of does a big announcement and tells everybody in the moon beach that tomorrow night he's going to be going away bash in Todd's honour yeah, so, well, there goes that plan for Liz and Todd in their alone time. But, uh, but yeah, Winston's like, nope, this is happening. It's it's in his honour. It has to be done. So, yeah, big party in the Moon Beach. Everyone's invited. Hooray! <laughs> well, we cut to the Casa del Wakefield, where Liz, in a very authentic uh, early mid-90s striped top, tells Enid mm. her parents <gasps> they're alive, apparently. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck they are because they weren't around last week when she was being kidnapped. Oh, I know. She's like, no, I'm just off the phone from my parents. I just made a long distance call to <laughs> track them down. They're letting her fly to Vermont to see Todd at Thanksgiving. And it's like, well, of course they are. They're never around. What do they care? Oh, yeah. They wouldn't even notice. Uh, oh, also, apparently Thanksgiving is in a month. What the hell season is this? Like, this episode aired sometime in March. <laughs> and, and yet is... Uh, uh, well, in a way, that works with the the logic or lack of logic when it comes to timelines in Sweet Valley. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it's just more the same old, same old. Hmm. I guess that is very much in spirit of the books. There you go. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> you can get um, out murder with timelines in this yeah. series. <laughs> well, uh, Liz is going to give Todd a very special gift. Yeah, she has a little box uh, and there's a framed picture of herself in it. Um, so Enid's like, oh, that's so sweet. He's, now he'll never forget you. <laughs> Liz is like, what do you mean he won't forget me? And Enid, again, very reasonably is like, well, you know, you're not going to be around. Uh, but Liz is like, we love each other. Nothing's going to change. Oh. Uh, Enid's kind of like, yeah, just that he's leaving. <laughs> yeah. It, it is a very good point it's true yeah and a great moment as well for an emotional guitar riff because we always love them oh there's quite a lot of them in this episode so of like, <laughs> yes, we love it well they arrive at the moon beach uh in very early 90s garb Eden's wearing a very long uh, spaghetti strap dress over a stripy mm-hmm. top and yep. uh, liz is still wearing her her stripy top with a suede skirt and jessica's in a satin baby doll dress oh i love this on jessica yeah mm. it's got long sleeves it's a real yep. kind of silky looking mm. purple silk dress she looks like a quality street and i'm here for it <laughs> <laughs> The purple one. It's great. <laughs> Very good at this time of year as well. Yeah. Actually, and now we know we're there, despite the fact this episode aired in March 2020, <laughs> uh, 1995, it's uh, it's uh, coming up to Christmas. So. Yeah, it's like October or something. I don't know if Thanksgiving is in a month. I guess that works out. Uh, November, I guess it must be, because they say yeah. a couple of weeks. Oh, no, sorry, hmm. they say in a month. So, yes. yes. Uh, well, Quality Street Jessica says that Todd <laughs> could have given a li- Liz a lift to her own party. I mean, she does have the Jeep. It makes no sense for him to pick her up but that True. is the sweet valley way but yeah. she says he's busy packing and the, jessica is skeptical yeah so, well if you believe it because as far as jessica is concerned like she's dumped but yeah. liz refuses <laughs> to see it apparently <laughs> well uh she struts off and liz tells enid she's not ready to say goodbye <laughs> like when they get the title in there mm, love it <laughs> but uh enid has some advice on how to cope with this Oh, I, like it's the friends are always the best part of these episodes, yeah, aren't they? Like it's it's, Edith, it's it's Lila, it's Winston, it's all the BFFs that we are here for. Um, so yeah, Edith says, uh, you know, come on, if if you think you're going to cry, just do what I do: bury your head in the appetizers. Oh, 
love it. <laughs> uh, so they head inside. I find the moon beach is totally packed. The place is heaving. There are so many people there. Uh, oh. Only a fraction of which that we recognise. <laughs> well, we couldn't miss Bruce. Oh my God. <laughs> Bruce. quite the ensemble. It's so good. Oh my God. And we've missed Bruce. He hasn't been in enough episodes no. towards the end. Definitely um, not. Well, we had his great church moment last week. We did. That's true. He makes it work or he makes it count at least in whatever little bit of screen time they give him. True, but yeah, true. Bruce is in a red polo neck and it's just, it's stunning. I love it. <laughs> it's it's such a good ginormous. Look. It's huge. It's huge. It's, oh, it's everything. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, he uh, he has some jibes. He says, oh, I'm sure Todd will be too busy to notice all the girls at Fairmont. But though uh, he's heard that the girls are all exceptional. And it's like, students, exceptional students. <laughs> it is a good line, though. And it's funny because it's actually not like Bruce to try and cover his tracks like that or to try and, yeah. you know, not hurt someone's feelings. <laughs> but it is still it's still funny. Well, uh, Liz finds Todd, but then Patty just drags him away. Patty in head to toe orange silk, by the way. <laughs> She's had a bit of a quality street vibe going on. The orange, fun, kind of, orange cream. Oh my god, everyone is so shiny. Uh, yeah, but just this look on Patty is hilarious because anytime I see her in orange now, I'm just like, ah, Octopatty's back again. No, <laughs> she sadly doesn't have the suckers. No, not this time. No hooves. <laughs> this one. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it is quite a look. And then who should pop up? Oh God! Uh, yeah, well, Liz kind of wanders over to the other side of the Moon Beach. Like, just I think Koichi is standing there, and then of course, fucking Nicholas pops up into frame. <laughs> as oh, always. with his with his khakis and oh, and um, navy blazer, like mm. he's Alan Partridge crossed with <laughs> David Cameron. <laughs> God, there's just no good combination of things for him to be, is there? No. Well, the delightful Koichi asks Liz how she's holding up because he knows long distance love can be, you know, a bit tricky. That's it. Yeah, he kind of starts talking about his girlfriend in Japan. Um, he's also wearing a very nice like argyle cardigan, but he like, is. but it looks really good on him because it's mm. the kind of cardigan that could look like a real like dorky outfit or be coded oh, that the way. Partridge, in fact. Exactly, but on Koichi, on Koichi, it's amazing. He can pull it off. <laughs> sure can. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. No, I'm going to send myself to jail. lowered already. Yep. <laughs> um, well, Winston, Liz uh, leaves them and goes over to Todd, but then Winston drags Todd away. And uh, in a very nicely timed scene with our fave Enid, she tells she tells Enid that she just can't get a second alone with him. And Enid, without missing a beat, just offers her a plate of appetizers. I love her. <laughs> yes, it's so good. It's a great payoff on her earlier line. It's fantastic. But yeah, this is kind of like the theme of this party is like Liz trying to chat to Todd and he's just getting pulled away by some somebody else every time they they try and talk yes that's that's uh i mean you it would it is surprising that well it's not surprising since todd but that he doesn't go look i'm really sorry i just need to spend some time with this yeah. i just want to chat to my girlfriend for a second no so uh liz try, she tries to drag him away but then winston does the clink 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 on a uh on a glass and uh Proposes a toast to the next NBA Hall of Famer, Todd Wilkins, and then gives quite a charming little introductory speech. 
It yeah, it's very sweet. Um, because like Winston is genuinely sad that his best friend's moving away, obviously. Um, so he just says, you know, Todd will miss you, especially me. You've been my best friend ever since you punched out Darren McCoy for stealing my Mork and Mindy lunchbox. Oh, um, so it's fury like, from an early what? age. <laughs> Well established, Fist of Fury. But then Todd's like, oh, you mean last week? And everyone has a big oh. laugh and it's all very good natured and nice. But um, oh yeah, I think right before that, was it that uh, Winston wanted to give him a present? And it's quite clearly a basketball that's all wrapped up like in wrapping paper. But Manny is also holding the exact same gift. Uh, yeah. So Winston just ends up kind of like tossing his little wrist. Shoulder, <laughs> like, oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, Todd looks around for Liz. But she's understandably stormed off. She is out of here. Yeah. So he has to, he goes outside the moon beach and there she is in a huff waiting outside. But, you know, can you blame her? Really? No, absolutely not. And he, she asks, like, how are we going to get together when, you know, when we're 3,000 miles apart, when we can't hmm. get together in the same room? And Todd apologises, but in typical sort of defensive style, because he's like, oh, but I've got so many people to say goodbye to. Oh, God, that's the thing. He's never, like, remorseful or, like, tries to reassure her. He just kind of gets no. mad. Like, even his version of apologising still involves oh, him God. being mad at her. Like... Yeah, yes. <laughs> and then Liz has a surprise for him. That goes down like a lead balloon. Oh, God, I know, poor Liz. She's like, oh, you know, I, I can come and see you at Thanksgiving. Isn't that amazing? And Todd's big surly face is just like... <laughs> like saying nothing so she's like okay don't be too excited uh, but he reveals that apparently at Thanksgiving he's going to be on the road with the team what? Uh, so she's like professionals like how much does he on the road it's meant to be a school what is this school seriously like when are these children supposed to go home and see their families um, yeah so then she's like well what about Christmas and apparently he's like oh we'll, we'll be in a tournament then too like sorry what, what is going on here <laughs> What is this? What kind of fucking indentured servitude is this fucking basketball school? Uh, so, um, yeah, she makes a crack about, oh, maybe, you know, I'll go to your graduation. Um, <laughs> but uh, Todd says that, you know, ooh, won't be, well, her being away won't be a problem for her because Nicholas will be all over. Oh, my God. Like, he's just... The worst. Like he's the worst. He really is. <laughs> like Liz is not being unreasonable in pointing out because she does say something like, you know, you're you're starting a whole new life without me, and how do you think that makes me feel? Uh, and immediately he just goes on the attack, and he's like, oh well, you know, all I have to do is save Vermont, and Nicholas is all over you. Um, yeah. He starts accusing her of wanting to go with Nicholas, like out of nowhere. It's ridiculous. Again, he's oh. mad at her because Nicholas is into her, which again, not Liz's fault. So what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> And uh, and then he's like, you know, why aren't you feeling sorry for me? I have to leave everything and change schools. I can't deal with all this. My friends all want me to hang and I have to spend time with you. He's so rude. She is your girlfriend. And by, you know, extension, also one of your friends because you may have to get oh my God. You know, it's just oh. a dump him, Liz, in all caps. Seriously, like this is so rude and uncalled oh. for so Liz understandably is very put out by this and she's like oh so I'm just like another thing on your list you have to take off like before you go hang out with your friends um oh he's awful he's so awful Winston sticks his head out uh, the door of the moon beach and clearly not reading the room <laughs> is like oh the party's inside guys uh and Liz tells Todd to go in and she's all sad and we hear the sad guitar playing as she whispers <gasps> Goodbye. 
Oh, it's very sad. Poor Liz, all on her own. Yes, the emotional upheaval song continues. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that would fairness, you are better off without Liz. Oh my God, so much better. Koichi's right there again. You know, his <laughs> girlfriend's in Japan. What the she won't know under her dirt. Exactly. <laughs> well, the next day, Liz insists uh, to, we, we cut to the school and... Mm. In fact, it's not the next day. It's two weeks later. Yes. Um, <laughs> as we find out when Liz insists to Jess that she's not ready to date. But Jessica says Todd's been gone for two whole weeks and she should have been ready to date 14 days ago. Yeah. Uh, and then immediately it's Nicholas again, of course. Oh, of course it fucking is. <laughs> there is no escape. Oh, my notes do say Nicholas smarms up to them. Does. <laughs> He's so smarmy. Accurate. Yes. <laughs> Um, and Jessica says they're looking for an eligible man for uh, her sister. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. So Liz, of course, is mortified by this. Uh, but then Jess is like, well, you know, since Todd dumped her, she's been too oh. shy to ask anyone out. Maybe you know someone nice. And Nicholas, of course, is like, mm, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Well, later at the Moon Beach, Enid says to Liz that she might as well uh, start dating because she and Todd still aren't speaking. This is the thing. Enid is so reasonable and so right. Like her and Lila are just on the ball all the oh, way through this the episode. the voice of reason. Truly. Uh, because like as she points out, again, very reasonable. She says, look, you know, maybe you and Todd could have stayed together if you were trying. But like you're literally not even speaking to each other right now. So like, what is the point of all this? Oh my God. It's tiresome is what it is. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, who should pop off again? <laughs> fucking Nicholas, I swear. Like, Carol the Orderly has nothing on Nicholas. <laughs> this fucker is never out of her eyeline. It's ridiculous. Oh my God, he's gone. He's a full stalker. Um, and he asks if she has plans for Saturday. And uh, she's like, oh, look, Je- you know, Jessica was only kidding yesterday when hmm. she talked about like, that I was looking for a man. But uh, Nicholas is a very... <laughs> Let's just say there's an implication that there's invitation. <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> he says that he's spending Saturday on his family's boat and does she want to come? And my notes literally wrote down, the says implication, she lives. <laughs> She's on the high seas. She's ready to go, ship shape. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's been too long oh I love it um, so uh, Edith is sort of doing lots of you know nods behind um, <laughs> Nicholas's back and says that Liz would love to go yeah, I love that Enid is being such a supportive friend here. Oh, but like, she's delightful as ever. But, but not, not, not to Nicholas, though. No. <laughs> Don't send her off with him. She means well, though. She does. Well, we cut uh, to the Casa del Wakefield and uh, Jessica invites Liz to the beach, but Liz has plans. Yeah, and Jessica assumes she means plans with Enid. Uh, and she's like, no, no, I'm not doing anything with Enid. So she's like, oh, have you got a date? Um, and Liz is like, no, no, uh, it's not a date. I'm going boating. Uh, so Jessica's like, oh, well, you know, Nicholas has a yacht. Maybe I'll ask him if we can take his boat and we can all go together. But um, Liz then has to explain, uh, no, you can't ask him. It's his boat. I'm going with him. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica does not take this news particularly well. <laughs> no, she does not. She Her face is just like. Oh, 
She's so mad. Um, yeah, she's just like, what, Nicholas Morrow asked you out? Uh, and Liz is like, yeah, is that so surprising? And Jess has to kind of realise she has to backtrack somewhat and be like, oh, no, you know, no, I'm, I'm happy yeah. for you. Which is clearly a lie because the devious <gasps> jingle kicks in like immediately. Oh, it does. As soon as Liz turns her back to go up the stairs, um, it uh, kicks in and uh, he is smirking. Uh, she's got the evil smirk, the sort of yes. steam smirk on. And, <laughs> um, she picks up the phone and asks to be put through to a Vermont directory inquiries. And asks Operator, put me through to Vermont. <laughs> she literally does say that. Yeah. Maybe that's how it works. We don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, she asks for the number of Fairmont Academy. Oh, my God. <laughs> And then we have my favourite scene. Oh, it's so good. Yes, we cut to the kitchen. Kitchen of the Casa. Um, so we've got <laughs> Jess and Lila. Uh, and Lila, all the way through this scene, is just... <laughs> you need to understand. She is absolutely horsing into a giant bag of crisps. Just every line she says is through a mouthful of crisps. And it's so funny. <laughs> and the bag of crisps is so big. It's massive. She, she is she is hoovering up those crisps. It's gas, but actually at first she kind of she kind of like wipes down each crisp before she eats it before abandoning that altogether because who has the time? So like she's literally like dabbing each crisp with a serviette before eating it. But, oh like, my god. She is so funny. It's absolutely amazing. And it's uh, uh her comic timing again, superb throughout. I mean somebody who is fond of a crisp I can very much relate to her oh fully yeah uh, but I just love she it seems really impressive to be that funny while you're eating because I yes. feel like that's something you're gonna have to do a couple of times and that she yeah. still does it so well she it's nails just, it from beginning to end yeah like comedy eating must be a talent of itself because mm. it's so good <laughs> well it did make me want a big bag of Kyo's crinkle cut salt vinegar but um, oh my god I'm, I'm starving just thinking about that giant bag of crisps <laughs> But, um, yeah, well, Lila literally does not stop eating throughout. But um, she does tell Jessica that Jessica's got herself a problem. Yeah. So Jess is like, oh, maybe for an ordinary person, but not for me. Uh, So she explains that she she rang Todd and told him that Liz has psychosomatic temporary paralysis brought on by separation anxiety. (laughs) And like Lila threw a mouthful of Chris is like, huh? By the way, lest we forget, there is somebody in this episode who, in the books, did have psychosomatic temporary paralysis. That's oh it. God, of course. <laughs> Fantastic. I would like to think that's a bit of a deep dive. Yes. Crash it. landing. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she has told Todd that, Jess, that Liz has this. Uh, I mean, it's not beyond the bounds of possibility in this town, so... Well, you know what? That is fair. Because, uh, yeah, Lila's like, what, he bought that, um, you know, disbelievingly, uh, which is a reasonable reaction. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so apparently Todd is flying home that day and he should get there in time for Liz uh, to get back from her boat trip with Nicholas. So Lila's like, right. And this plan, like, leaves you where exactly? Mm. Um, so Jessica explains that uh, when Liz sees Todd, she's going to forget all about Nicholas. Mm. And Todd is going to be so jealous when he sees the two of them together, he'll want her back, mm. which will leave uh, Nicholas free for her. So she's like, then I can celebrate with Nicholas. But Lila, again, is completely correct in her uh, take on the situation. And now that's going to pan out for Jessica. <laughs> She says, you know, Todd, it would be totally hilarious if Todd got so angry when he saw them, he just stormed off back to Vermont and uh, Liz and Nicholas stayed together forever. 
Yes, and she's right. Because as Jessica was explaining her plan, I was like, does she know Todd at all? Of course, oh he's just going to be absolutely furious, turn his back and leave. Like, that's yeah. how he rolls. How did you not see this coming? It's the way of the fist of fury. <laughs> that's how he goes. But yeah, Jessica's kind of like, oh no, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> Jessica, come on. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, so uh, then who should turn up at the back door? But Todd! He's here, uh, yeah, <laughs> fresh off the plane from Vermont. Um, so Lila, again, giant bag of crisps in hand is like, I want a front row seat for this. Um, but Jess is like, no, no, we have to get rid of him. But um, yeah, Lila's like, what do you mean we? <laughs> <laughs> well, Todd does get come in with the, with the bouquet of flowers. And Jessica mm. says that Elizabeth just stepped out. Todd says he thought she, he thought that Liz was temporarily paralysed. But Jessica says they were very small steps. <laughs> yeah, so he demands to know where she went. And Lila's like, uh, shopping for uh, potato chips. <laughs> yeah, these ones were too salty. <laughs> she is obsessed with, chi- with Chris. I love it. It's so funny. <laughs> It is reminding me of when I went to a friend's house for like dinner, you know, for for dinner and uh, at the sort of casual party, and she had like, several bags of crisps and said, "Well, you know what? I know you're a great one for the crisps." And I was like, "Is this how people see me? <laughs> a great one for the crisps? I don't know. I want that to be my." Oh, no, my it, might be, it might be accurate, but you oh, don't say it. <laughs> oh shit! We better get a few bags of like. Oh God, Anna's coming. Get the six packs out quick. <laughs> Not those six packs. The other ones. Potato. <laughs> so it's a bit of a roadie, please. <laughs> See, I have a great one for the crisps. I have oh, my very like, strong crisp preference. There you go, love. Oh God, yes. I like. I could never give up crisps. Never. No. I could mm. give up sweets more than I could give up crisps. Oh, yeah. It's a tough one. Mm. Should have known Lila <laughs> would be on the crisp side. She's great. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we don't have a chance to see whether Todd buys this ridiculous story because he's starting <laughs> to to leave to look for her. And then who should turn up? Well, Jessica had her timing all worked out perfectly uh, because in come Liz and Nicholas fresh off the boat. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, of course, like Liz walks in and she's like, Todd. He's like, Liz, all angry, of course. Um, and again, Lila... <laughs> In, I don't know, is it even an effort to break the tension? She's just like, well, I believe everyone knows each other. <laughs> <laughs> but Todd is, of course, absolutely furious. Oh. Uh, he's just like, I flew all the way out here to make a fool of myself. Not even a limp. Amazing. <laughs> and storms out. And I'm sure Liz is kind of standing there going, what the fuck is he talking yeah. about? <laughs> Lila is enjoying this no end. Because she does say gleefully, great, great plan to Jessica. <laughs> It's fantastic. And Liz wishes after Todd and Lila, um, uh, Jessica tells Lila to leave uh, because she's grabbed Nicholas saying, isn't this cosy? Just the three of us. <laughs> and when Jessica tries to boot her out, she says, but I'm helping. <laughs> oh, she is so good. This whole scene is just Lila gold all the way through. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and then we cut to the pier where Winston tries to cheer up a typically angry Todd. Oh 
God, Winston, just cut your losses and go hang out with Koichi. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's like, he is trying to cheer him up. He's like, you know, we can have fun anyway. He's like, look, there's a carousel. Uh, Todd is just unresponsive. Uh, Winston's like, oh, I know what'll make you feel better. Corn dogs. So he's like, I'll be right back and runs off to, to find some corn dogs for, for Todd and himself. <laughs> I like that he's trying. But, he you know. is. He's making an effort. But you should really be spending that time with Koichi. I mean, yeah. Um, so when he goes off to get his corn dogs, um, Liz appears in a floaty dress um, mm. that is of its time, but also does have kind of ghost vibes. So she's a little bit. Of, mm. Yeah. So Todd says, Ooh, I thought you'd be in the next plane to Paris with Nicholas by now. <laughs> Um, yeah Liz is like look we're just friends Todd of course doesn't believe her uh, and he's just like oh you know Nicholas has been after you ever since you, he moved here um, true, true. and I mean that is true but again he's mad at Liz for this which wow. is ridiculous uh, and he's just like oh you know no wonder you never called me and like fuck off Todd you never called her either yeah. like you clearly both left in the middle of a row so mm. like <laughs> there's so the many issues yeah. mm. <sighs> so um yeah, they, uh, they, they, he says he has to catch the next plane to Vermont, but Liz uh, begs him to stay so she can explain. I mean, cut your losses, Liz. I know we keep saying it. But also, you have nothing to explain. Forget this guy. Yeah. <laughs> then we have what is, I think, the funniest moment of the whole episode. Because we cut back to the Castle Wakefield where Jessica is hilariously just booting Lila out the door snatching the crisps from her grasp oh my god we see Lila's outraged face like (laughs) backwards it's so good yeah like Jessica absolutely reaps the bag of crisps out of her hands uh, slams Uh, the door in her face and of course Lila is like what no let me in (laughs) Um, but yeah Jessica then turns around on the the closed door and she's like oh finally a moment alone uh, to Nicholas who uh, is just like I think there's been a misunderstanding here Uh, he's like look you know Jessica you're you're a nice person is she Uh, and a beautiful girl but it's not meant to be Um, but uh, Jessica's like oh I get it. Don't worry. I understand completely. You're intimidated by my beauty. <laughs> I mean, you've got to, I guess, well, admire isn't the right word. You know, you love to see a teen girl with confidence, but <laughs> when it's Jessica. <laughs> I also, when she said, when Nicholas tells her that she's, you know, she's a beautiful person and a, or a beautiful girl and a nice person. I mean, she's not a nice person. Well, no. Beautiful, <laughs> yes. Nice. Yes. No. <laughs> um. So... Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, but, well, sorry about that. And leaves. And the ski music kicks in. Yeah, because when he says, I'm sorry, then she says, you'll never know how much. And I kind of thought, oh my God, is she just going to wreak some kind of revenge scheme oh. on Nicholas? But nothing seems to come of that, I don't think. Oh, yes. Hmm. You know, because we do then end on a cliffhanger. That is true. So who knows? Uh, so yeah, back on the pier, Todd is like, oh, long distance won't work. But then he has a surprise for Liz. Yeah, because she assumes he means that it's over between them. But he says he's going to come home uh, because he misses her too much. And yeah, he says all about how he, um, you know, when he left, he was in such a state over their argument and he wasn't thinking clearly. And now he just feels really bad for how he treated her. Um, so he says, yeah, he's he's going to bail on, on Fairmont and come back to Sweet Valley altogether. Yeah, um, that was quick. Um, <laughs> uh, but Liz says, "No, the few school means so much to your future. I couldn't forgive myself if you did this for you." And then claims, uh, "This is sort of everything is resolved then," because she's like, "Nothing can really come between us—not even three thousand miles." 
Oh, I guess it's, ugh, I know it's meant to be cute, but I just, they're impossible to root for. I'm sorry. No, they really are. <laughs> Winston returns with the corn dogs and then finally reads the room and realizes they want to be, oh, I see you want to be alone. And yeah. <laughs> Todd throws him his car keys because I guess they came together. They and, gone together, yeah. Uh, Winston says, oh, oh, well, I guess I'll see you tomorrow. And Todd has his prize for him. Yeah, he says, no, sorry, Winston, this weekend belongs to Liz. So they do a big obnoxious smooch in front of it. <laughs> Awkwardly. And then we have our final montage of the season. Oh, now, I had almost forgotten that we hadn't had a montage yet at this stage. Same, yeah. And, I mean, it's, it's a bit of a sad excuse for a montage. It is the worst montage we've had so far. Oh, yeah. It's barely... It barely counts, I think. Just it's just basically like Todd and Liz in different places around the beach and the wharf. Oh, yeah, it's it's Liz and Todd's day of fun at the beach at yeah. the pier. Like it's oh I know my notes were just like, oh hey, montage. Oh, it's oh. the worst montage ever. Yeah. Um, they go fishing. Like, Where the fuck do they get the rod? I don't know. Maybe they rented them. I don't know. Yeah, but right. like, yeah, it's them like taking photos in a photo booth. They're fishing. They're on a carousel, obnoxiously kissing each other, uh, eating ice cream. At one point, Liz's fishing line gets caught in his jumper. The way it was kind of filmed, though, when it turned around, I was like, oh, God, is it in his face? But no, it was on his jumper. <laughs> um, and there's just loads of loads of them just smooching each other in, in places around the pier. Yes. Yeah, I was like, I I could have lived without this, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd have noticed. But, you know, at the same time, I do still admire the commitment yes. to the montage yes. like we have not gone a single episode no. in 22 episodes without getting in a montage of some form or other and it's true yeah you have to admire it like you do. it's it's um, it is as you say a, a admirable commitment I love it. to yeah. the art of the montage this is it yeah it's dedication and the music as ever is on point uh it's like everything shines when you're around that means it <laughs> well, we uh, we cut from there to the airport. Todd is getting on his flight and um, telling her he'll call uh, her twice a day. And Liz gives him a gift. I have to say, this is quite cute as a gift. It is. So, yeah, it's the same box that we saw earlier when she was showing Enid the present. But this time when she when he opens it, it's actually a frame with the, the photo booth pictures yeah. of them together, which is very cute. It so they're like, cute. oh, you know, they tell each other that they, they love each other and they're going to miss each other. And he's like, you know, everything's going to be all right. We have something really special here. Um, so they, they say their goodbyes and yeah. he, he heads off through the gate. Liz, sad. And then who should pop up? <laughs> Just when he thought it was safe to exist in Sweet Valley. Here he fucking comes. It's Nicholas. <laughs> oh my God. And he's, apparently he was dropping off his dad. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. And he genuinely looks like a serial. He is more creepy than Carly Ordini because he's like, Holy I walk you to your car. Oh my God. Carl is watching this from his prison cell going, come on. I, even I wasn't as bad as that guy. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> but as they walk off, of course, Nicholas has got his arm around her. Who should run out of the gate? Because oh the security God. in this um, <laughs> the, in this uh, airport is lax. And I know this was, you know, 1995 before stricter sure. regulations were in. But you, once you had walked through like the actual boarding mm. gate, you couldn't go back. 
<laughs> like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, God. You can if you're on telly. No, <laughs> it happened in Friends. Oh, um, <laughs> so yeah, Todd uh, runs back out through the gate because apparently he forgot something or Liz has his carry-on bag. Um, but he kind of trails off because he sees the two of them together. And I have to say, I absolutely cackled at this because I did not see it coming. <laughs> no. And I kind of loved it. Um, so it sort of ended on a twist. Yeah. And... There's Todd looking completely crestfallen, seeing his girlfriend walk away with Nicholas Morrow. And his bag, which would be his bag. <laughs> quite stressful. <laughs> All his plain snacks, no. <laughs> and that was Say Goodbye. Do you know what? I didn't know that they had it in them. No. And I'm, I was actually very excited and pleased by that ending. I yeah. was fully sure we were just going to get the soppy ending. Yeah. He was going to go through the gate. It would end in a tearful Liz. Oh, but they fucked shit up. They threw in Nicholas. <laughs> I kind of love it. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo, team. A cliffhanger. I genuinely did not expect a cliffhanger. No, and neither I did I. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, listeners, did you? we hope you enjoyed this as much as we did. Uh, because <laughs> this whole series has been a wild ride. And <laughs> we have so much enjoyed hearing from you throughout. Um, you. <laughs> You had feelings on the last episode. Oh my God, so many feelings. <laughs> um, now, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing um, I'm pronouncing your name properly, but uh, Iman Gowi? Sorry if that's wrong. Um, uh, you said on Instagram, I have a theory that Ned is out searching for Alice. This makes perfect sense. She ran away with the mailman. Yeah. Ned's on the hunt. He's on her trail. Uh, we only heard Ned's voice that time when she was like, oh no, my parents are back. And it was oh. Ned saying, oh honey, we're home. Or just yeah. his voice. <gasps> Alice is out of here. She so is cross country somewhere with, <laughs> with this postman. Ned's on the case. And uh, he simply does not have time for those children right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fair enough. I mean, even if they've been kidnapped, you think that might tempt him back. But no, it'll, you know, it, it'll work itself out. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Laura CF0329 is also missing somebody because she said, <laughs> was listening to your description of Todd's dickishness and just thought, Jeffrey would never. <gasps> hashtag would team never. Jeffrey, hashtag poor Jeffrey. Justice for Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Uh, Maria Teresa Biblioteca uh, pointed out that the Jeep is also famously a death trap, as we'll find out soon enough in the SVH book world. Spoiler alert! Coining this, coining this now. Hashtag poor Sam. Oh God, we know it's coming, but yeah, it's true. No good comes of that Jeep. Like it is, as you said, an open kidnapping box, yeah, and really is. Uh, death trap status confirmed very oh, soon. Literally. <laughs> Well, Monarchy315 says, I agree with Anna's feelings about Jack Van Canning. I literally yelled at the TV. Why not Pat Van Canning? Such an outrageous missed opportunity. Yes. Thank the you, outrage Monarchy. the outrage was real uh, for the the disrespect to Patman Canning. And it was hilarious. Libby Hawker was also outraged. In fact, her comment was simply, Jackman, I am outraged. And just loads of uh, can emojis. Which, yeah. <laughs> Same, Libby. Honestly, like the neck of these fuckers, <laughs> Jackman. Honestly, get out of here. <laughs> it's just unforgivable. How dare? Uh, Neri pointed out. Maybe now Jess will learn how to change her own tires. 
We did have that in the book. That did actually tie in with the book we had just done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nice little bit of vertical integration there. Yeah. Um, Bobbins and Buttons pointed out that Carol's complicated firelighting contraption uh, put her in mind of old Penelope Pitstop cartoons. <laughs> it was very that, very fucking, here's a box of stuff from Acme. Let's let's go. <laughs> um Trinktastic said, firstly, how social services not been called to the Wakefield Hounds by now? Two out of two of your total have been kidnapped and you're not correct or about to be worried. But did these girls just raise themselves in the wilderness of Sweet Valley? And also, and also frankly speaking, why? Like everyone's calling you, frankly speaking. I love that. That's his name now. Yeah. Why are you breaking news about the dangerous kidnapper to the 16-year-old traumatised victim live on TV? If this is what an adult is in t- TV Sweet Valley, I kind of think they're all better off without them. Fair. Very <laughs> fair. <laughs> the only adults that we've had so far have not been particularly responsible. Uh, so, yeah, great point. Uh, what was the, Oh, yeah, Pippi Ann Shirley said that the only resolution I would have truly accepted uh, to this episode was Koichi and Winston and Liz saving Jessica and then pairing up to date. Jessica would get Koichi. It's only fair after almost being burned alive. <laughs> and fully agree. <laughs> very, very true. I mean, like, the only time I would justify Jessica having her or having having a, a hot man. Hmm. Uh, Sarah Murphy put it very simply she said Todd is such an unbelievable prick say goodbye can't come quick enough <laughs> not wrong it's true <laughs> we're all thinking it oh, oh god I was like Claire PH saying um, the bit that made me laugh was the frankly speaking audience when Liz was telling her story ooh ah <laughs> like they were at the bloody fireworks <laughs> fantastic we love a panto crowd <laughs> Tin Paul Tango asked a poignant question. Will Jessica have to eat frozen pancakes too? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, thank you, listeners. Uh, Pi Beta Alpha Sisters, we love hearing from you and we really do appreciate you supporting this ridiculous show because um, <laughs> we have a lot of fun doing it and we have uh, had a lot of fun all series. So you've stuck with us. Thank you uh, to all of you. You are yeah. the wind beneath our wings. Oh, you've come on this mad journey with us. But yeah, we hope you've you've enjoyed listening to these as much as we've enjoyed doing them. Because <laughs> honestly, we've just had such good fun with this. <laughs> and we have a very, very, very special surprise for you next week. Yeah, we were trying to figure out what's the right way to like wrap up our, our series one experience. So we have something cool planned for uh, for our next episode that you'll get to hear all about. So that'll be in two weeks time. We'll be back in the clubhouse for, uh, for something exciting. Yes. Let's just say we have some very special guests. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> like seriously, it is as good as you might think it could be. We're excited. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pi Beta Sisters, thank you again. And we will see you all in the main feed next week when Jessica is going to get kidnapped by a cult. Oh my God, I can't fucking wait. Good friends, <laughs> as we said last week, it's got a van, it's got muesli. It's yeah. like, what else do you want? <laughs> what more could you possibly need from a family book? But another thing, hooray. Um, but we will see you all here in the clubhouse in two weeks with a few uh, special friends. Yeah. New friends of the show, one <laughs> might say. Good. Yeah. You might. <laughs> <laughs>
you won't want to miss this one that's all i can say (laughs) so uh yeah uh so don't get kidnapped by any cults before then (laughs) keep your eyes out for nicholas morrow that fucker could be absolutely anywhere check under your bed constant (laughs) vigilance is the only prevention to turning up and ruining your day so be careful out there (laughs) schools cafes your fucking house like you never know when he's gonna appear Truly, there's no escape. Just be on alert. (laughs) (laughs) Fuckers like COVID. He's everywhere. (laughs) Just visualising him now. (laughs) And on that note, we'll bid you farewell. (laughs) We'll see you next week for Kidnapped by the Cult. See you then, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.